This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host tonight, David, and today's game will be pitting the Benchwarmer team of Mason and Scott versus Benchwarmer Dan and newcomer and assistant coach for our Patreon team, Sam Collins. Welcome to the bench, Sam. Why don't you take a minute to let us know where you're from, what teams you root for, anything else you'd like to share? All right. Uh, thanks, Dave. Um, originally from Philly area. I live in Atlanta now. Uh, growing up, I was a big uh, New York sports fan. Uh, Yankees, Jets, and sort of the Knicks. But the only reason I was a Knicks fan was I wanted to a Nets jersey, and my mom bought the wrong jersey. I didn't want to make her feel bad, so I just uh, <laughs> for the next, for the next ten years of my life. Uh, so, but now, I mean, you know, growing up in Philly, now I'm more just following the the Eagles and the Sixers. Still a Yankees fan because <laughs> I think that sort of I don't know is more enjoyable, except for maybe the past thirteen years. But besides that, it's been good. Awesome! I love the story about your mom. That's that's great. Okay, Dan. How are you doing tonight? And why don't you share your your and Sam's team name? Somebody bought me a bunch of you know Vikings, Twins, Gophers jerseys, and that that was that's been fun. Did they hand them to you and say enjoy these because they're not going to win any championships for thirty uh, years? Nobody told you know what? Nobody told me. Yeah. When yeah. I first started, so I've been I've been very out upfront with my daughter since uh, since she started following sports. I said, listen, you're never going to have a winner, right? It's going to come close a lot of times, but you're not going to, they're never going to win. And you're just going to have to get used to it because you don't, you don't get to have happiness. If you're going to be a Minnesota sports fan, it builds character, Dan. Yeah, it does. It does. They may even leave you, you know, it's, <laughs> it happens. Um, I had a really long day today, so I'm looking forward to this show tonight and then i get on and find out that my teammate says that the uh the shirt that i'm wearing here was a dallas stars shirt and i just about <laughs> shot laser beams out of my eyes at him. but we're we're gonna be okay we're gonna be Still okay i think chemistry. yeah but um so our team name tonight is taken from the fact that uh sam has been um a fan of some some interesting college teams um he specifically mentioned two um, Ivy League schools, um, Pe um, Penn and Princeton, which uh, Princeton made me light up because I love, I actually like Princeton, Princeton a lot. Um, sorry about that, David. Um, but one of the, one of the great plays um, out of Ivy League basketball is the Princeton backdoor. So we're going to be the Princeton backdoor. Yeah. I'm not a Princeton fan, but I, I like the team name and I, uh, I like the play. So that's very cool. All right. Scott and Mason. I'm going to go to Mason first because I'm going to assume that Scott has the team names. Is that a fair assumption? Uh, I think so. Okay. I think so. How's it going? Um, yeah. Uh, I'm doing all right. I don't have anything insightful to say. I'm doing fine. No, no calculus war stories. That's what I always want to hear. I don't know why you're the only one that's actually interested. Uh, I know. I'm probably setting on this. All podcast. right. All right. We should move on. Then. So, all right. I don't Scott. think I want to hear that. <laughs> We'll talk later. Scott, team name, how you doing? Any of that stuff? 
we just lost four listeners just just from that little exchange between you and Mason. So <laughs> right. We got to get and, this. And there, and it was, everybody who was playing tonight is no longer playing. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, we got to get <laughs> this back on track. Um, I was a little worried. Get your bingo cards out. Uh, this is obviously an audio medium, but I was a little worried because Mason's background there for a minute was like pitch black. And yep, there it is. And I like it just does that for some reason. I, it, it just really concerns me because I thought maybe he had gotten abducted again. And but right. the light seems to go in and out. I don't know if that's his captor, like showing him like what's to come if he is you know, taunting him with an escape i'm not really sure i feel like i'm watching a paranormal activity movie though like the lights come on i'm just waiting for like some ghostly figure to be like right behind his shoulder so uh, i'm a little freaked out but we're gonna go through this i feel like we just did this mason and i um with the team name so i mentioned this the last time we teamed up and we're losing very badly uh, in the first half but that's just because we're tanking for eat because I was told that we're going to initiate the first ever Benchwarmers draft in 2023. So Mason and I are going hard for that first overall pick so that we can, we can add Eid to this team. So trust the process. We got this. We're tanking for Eid. How does that work? You know what? <laughs> well, you draft him and then what happens? He only thing. plays with us from now on. Wow. Right. Three of you? Yeah. Listen, yeah, all three of us. That, that's what Mason and we I need, need okay? We, we need it. Dan, we got this. We got this. We'll 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 grab Marcus just to up the cool factor. We'll we'll be on this. You got Dan. Uh, you're already cool. Uh, exactly. All right. So we got Princeton, the Princeton backdoor against tanking for Eid. We'll see how the strategy works and the team name for these guys. And uh, let's do some trivia. Let's kick it over first to Dan for the rules. The game will consist of four quarters of play, each with different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. All right, today's first quarter is going to be flop, turn, and river. Flop, turn, and river. For this quarter, there will be three questions consisting of five clues. The first three clues will be given before the teams decide if they want to check in with their guests. The last two clues will be given one at a time, with teams deciding if they want to check in with their guests after each subsequent clue. If a correct answer is checked in after the first three clues, the team will receive 50 points. After the fourth clue, 30. And after the fifth clue, 20. Okay, question number one of Flop Turn River. What school am I? Number one, I was founded in 1834, though my original campus was more than 100 miles from where I am now. Number two, I have not been terribly successful in sports, though I do own three field hockey national championships and three golf national championships in the last 50 years, as well as a tennis championship in 2018. And number three, I have the lowest enrollment of any Power 5 conference school. Shout out to listener Tim Simplot for inspiring that last clue. Just because we're tanking for E doesn't mean we have to play like him and not read the questions. Right. <laughs> oh. Then it would be read for Eid. 
Yes. Actually, that sounds like it should be like a kid's charity. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to check in. All right. The Princeton back door has checked in after the flop. So tanking for Eid. Give you a little time to decide if you want another clue or if you want to answer also. Yeah, I mean, if we will go, if we want full tank mode, then we're taking the next two clues. Um, <laughs> and, and, to, then, and then missing. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Let, let's see if we can figure this out, though. I, I, I tend to agree with you that it, this seems like maybe it's a wet, more Western based on the year. But the only thing I'm not thinking about, how many field hockey teams like west of the Mississippi are good? I don't have, know. I, don't, I can't really I can think, think of, of five. <laughs> well, all right. Well, all right, that's the, the thing is, if they're not good in any other sports, maybe they just, you know, happen to yeah. excel at field hockey and and at tennis. I'm trying to think golf because I mean I vaguely keep up with NCAA golf, but not enough yeah. to know who has three. So if we do um, think it's Western, we're thinking Pac-12. So lowest enrollment of a Pac-12 school. Yeah, um, like Oregon like, State. Like I don't Wazoo. Like I don't. I don't think it's Wazoo. I think if it was Wazoo, it is, Marcus would know about these championships and would be talking about them right, all right. the time. Yeah, I think. Well, the other thing, 1834, it might not be that far west. That's what I'm worried about because you're thinking. The the only reason I'm thinking that's just because of the time frame of like Western expansion. No, yeah, that that makes sense. So if it we're fits, not thinking but... Pac-12, are we thinking Big 12? Probably not SEC. Yeah, doubtful. So but, I mean, it 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 could be. Yeah, it's probably not Big Ten. I mean, I I don't know if the yeah I don't know if the time frame. So what? what so anyway, if but... it was if this was Big Twelve, you'd think like Colorado. They're not in the Big Twelve right now, at least. But right. Um, well, it doesn't. Oh wait, did it say current? Well, oh, I guess the way it's you worded. said that, but it's lowest enrollment of any Power Five schools. I mean, this is all right. I'm going to need a uh, a decision. I don't think we're close to anything. Yeah, we'll take we'll we're take another need, clue. All right, the turn. My golf team has had five alumni go on to win majors and very nearly had a sixth as Cameron Young finished one stroke off the lead at the 2022 British Open. Yeah, I don't know where Cameron Young went. Do you school. know these guys? Okay. Uh Is he one of those hotshot uh DeChambeau type guys. That's didn't he go to Texas? Yeah, they certainly don't have the lowest enrollment, so <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm well aware. Um, <laughs> good golf schools, yeah. I, I don't know where Cameron Young went to school, okay? That doesn't help me. So, no, this just, just supports the fact that they're really good in golf, but I'd correct college golf. Jeez, like I. I guess I barely keep up with it because LSU is usually pretty good at college golf. Not great, but they're usually like top 10. Can you ever so, recall them like losing to a team led by Cameron Young? <laughs> no, not that I remember. Um, I don't know. That just doesn't help you. It does nothing for me. So no, it doesn't. It just, just cements the golf yeah. thing, but that, I'm trying to think of small, smaller power five schools that are good in golf, but nothing's really clicking. I don't think it's an SEC school. I mean, because there's a couple. No, of I just don't think any of the SEC schools would have the lowest enrollment. Yeah. Okay, so if SEC doesn't work, we haven't talked about ACC. I'm trying to think if there's anybody there. Um, yeah, we haven't talked ACC. Like a. 
Wake Forest is, I think they're decent in golf, but and they don't seem like they're a very big school. Time frame. I've not been terribly successful in sports. Yeah, I mean, their basketball field hockey is good like for a little bit. A North, but... Like a Carolina school wouldn't be bad at field hockey. That's a pretty right. big area, that area for field hockey. So, and, I, I, yeah, and Dan, I did, don't Dan hate they, it. Did, they did answer after after so, the flop. And Dan's in so that maybe area. it is a, so maybe, but I, I'm trying to think of alumni that went to Wake Forest. Tim Duncan. Golf. Oh, okay. Yeah, fame golfer. I'm sure he's done a lot of that since his retirement. Did, didn't um, didn't Arnold Palmer go to Wake Forest? I think so. I think so. I think I remember that from a previous question. That's that's why I was trying to pull something. I remember there was a golfer. I mean, should, so should, it, we, should we just do it? Do you want to take? I don't. I mean. The fifth clue is probably be like Tim Duncan played here, and that's the, that's the clue, and that's it. Right? Um, yeah, it's gonna be something. I really say we, I say we so, just do it. Do it. Why not? Sure. I mean, yeah, let's go for it. All right, we'll go Wake Forest. Okay, so tanking for Eid is going against their team name and checking in after the turn. So the Prince and Bactor, what did you guys have? Go ahead, Sam. We both kind of came into it at the same time. So yeah, I was just thinking. Um, you know, Lowe's enrollments are probably not a big state school, so. You know, probably not Big Ten, SEC, or you know, Pac-12. Um, I was originally thinking Vanderbilt, but I feel like they're they haven't always been that bad. And also, I mean, given that the person that their school was named after probably wasn't alive in 1834, I left like Wake Forest. And I think Dan and I uh, messaged each other Wake at the same time, so we just felt it was a good sign and went with it. All right. Well, my river clue was going to be. My original team name was the Baptists, but after a football game against Duke, one newspaper report wrote that the team, quote, fought like demons, inspiring what has been their name to date. So it is, in fact, Wake Forest. And some of the golfers who went to Wake Forest, yes, Arnold Palmer did go to Wake Forest. Curtis Strange, Jay Haas, Lenny Watkins, Webb Simpson. The enrollment at Wake Forest is about, I think it's about 7,500. So it pretty much had to be a private school and the Power Five there are only so many Power Five private schools. It's like Stanford, Vanderbilt, as you mentioned, um, Northwestern. So there's there's kind of small selection anyway. But yes, it is Wake Forest. And Wake Forest actually was originally located. This is, I guess, a little bit of a know your host. But there's a town north of Raleigh, North Carolina, called Wake Forest, North Carolina, which was the original home. That's why it was called Wake Forest. And I don't know why. Maybe because oh, there, sense. there was there was a flood of schools in uh, because of NC State, UNC, and Duke, and and they bailed and went to Winston Salem, huh. which is about 100 miles away. So that's all I, I always got. wondered why why Wake County was where not where Wake Forest was. Wake Forest right. was. Yep. So yep. That, that exactly. makes sense. Right. Well done. So both teams got it. Uh, Princeton backdoor fifty points and tanking for Ede had thirty got thirty points. Question number two: Who am I? Number one. I'm a member of both the college football and pro football halls of fame. Got it. <laughs> Sorry. Number two, I was three and 16 as a starter for my first NFL team. And number three, after Cam Newton, I am second all time for rushing touchdowns by a quarterback. We're, we're going to check in. All right. Tanking for Eid is rolling the dice and checking in. Princeton back door your time to talk it out give you about 30 seconds to decide what you're gonna do okay i i think we should go with this um okay but what we had come to was that like cunningham vic mcnair none of those guys seem to fit the bill for the rest of the question and 
you, I, I remember that uh, Steve Young came from the USFL and landed in Tampa when Tampa was just a dumpster fire. I and realize that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it was, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's got to be Steve Young then. Okay. All right. So we're going to check in with Steve Young. All right. So after the first set of clues for the flop, uh, the Prince of Backdoors check in with Steve Young and tanking for Eve. What'd you guys have? Yeah, we were just kind of looking at the clues. And I think I remember also vaguely like when Cam Newton broke the record hearing the name. Then we also I quickly latched on to his time with the Bucks. Uh, we also checked in with Steve Young. All right. Well, my turn clue was I was the first pick of the NFL supplemental draft by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers after playing for the USFL's LA Express. And my river is, uh, or was going to be, I am the great, great, great grandson of the person who lent my alma mater their name. So the correct answer is Steve Young. And Cam Newton did break his record, but smashed his record. Steve, Steve Young had 43 rushing touchdowns. Cam Newton had 75. So it's not really close at this point, but Steve Young is still hanging tough at number two. So 50 points to both teams. Well done. Probably not for long. Uh, could be. That's true. Uh, the way um, the game is going. I'm assuming What's Josh it? Allen's got to be. He's got to be yeah, up there. Good. And, and Lamar's probably getting up there, too. It's well, about longevity, it? though. So, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Go wasn't ahead. Jack Kemp the guy that had it for a long time before oh. Steve Young? Jack, Jack Kemp is number three. That's right. That's really? right. Really? Yeah. Before, before he was on the presidential ticket in 96. <laughs> okay. All right. Our last flop turn in river. Who am I? The flop. Number one, I was born in the Bahamas. Number two, I was a two-time NBA champion. Number three, I was the first number one overall NBA pick that was not born in the U.S. All right, let's check in then. All right, the Princeton backdoor has checked in. Tanking for Eid. I'll give you a little while to talk about it and decide what you're going to do. Late, late 70s, big man, generic last name. Yeah. I... So, and it's not Joe Barry Carroll. No. Okay. It, it's, no, it, it's like... John David Booty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so if you're thinking late 70s, kind of gives us a timeline. Two championships, either right, in, probably in the late in the 70s 80s. or in the 80s. So a Celtic, probably. a Laker, like maybe just you know stopped there and, and didn't stay all the way through. We've got what the Sixers had their championship and then the two two Pistons at the Something end. about the Lakers is sticking out. But I don't know if it was a number one pick for the Lakers or it got traded or something. But Well, so who's um, on those teams? Jamal Wilkes? And everyone else, we pretty much know from all those teams. I'm I'm trying to cycle through generic last names because I, once I hit it, I'm going to get it. It's Jones, just... Johnson, Lewis, Williams, Smith, Harris, Davis, Phillips. <laughs> this is riveting. Wait, going, that's, that's like the Tigers infield of like the 1980s. <laughs> <laughs> Collins, Collins, Reynolds. Harold Reynolds was the number one pick, I'm sure. Yeah. Definitely I mean, not. All right, we probably need another clue, don't we? Mason, oh it doesn't seem like these, any of these generic. I feel bad. I feel I've bad named. for Mason because he knows who this is. He just can't quite Brown latch onto it. Well, Kwame Brown oh. was a number one pick. I can virtually <laughs> Davis University. Is that what we're going with? I, I, I can virtually guarantee they're going to get it by the river, but I'm not sure the turn is going to help them. But but uh, you want another clue? Yeah, man, this I mean, is painful. I, I, I have all the details. I just I can't pull who this is. All right, so, here's the yeah. here's here's the turn. I was part of the last NBA team that had four overall number one picks on the roster at the same time. However, 
I was the only one of the four that did not win a championship in college. And I was the only one of the four that did not make the NBA Hall of Fame. On it, So on a team with a bunch of number one picks, is that still the Lakers then? Because James Worthy. Magic. And Magic. And Kareem. Kareem. So it's the fourth guy. Great. The, the big man on that team that I can't think of his name. Um, right, because all three of those, yeah, all three of those won yeah. championships in college, right? Yep. It's it's whoever this dude is that I can't. Why is this person notable if, because if they're a two-time champion two-time and they champ were just a, number one a backup? Pick. Yeah, but there has to be something like the river has to be something to give it away. I know. I'm oh, my God. I got who it. it is. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a dummy. I figured out what the river Language, is now. Mason. Yeah, I, I censored myself. I said dummy. Um, <laughs> it's Michael Thompson. Clay Thompson's dad. It definitely. That's is. the that would be the river. Yeah. I was going through generic last names and t- trying to connect it, and that I, I finally saw who it was. I should have said Thomas when I was saying generic. Yeah, names. if you'd have said Thomas, I probably would have here. But yeah, it's it's Michael Thompson. That's yeah. frustrating. All right, and that fits everything else for it. So yes, yeah, it does. We're gonna check yeah. it with oh, yeah. that. Okay. All right, uh, Prince, Princeton backdoor. What do you guys have? Minnesota Gophers legend. Oh my god, <laughs> too much Minnesota. Michael Thompson. Yes, in fact, right. His number 43 has been retired by the Minnesota Golden Gophers. The, the river was, in fact, my son has won four NBA championships as one of the Splash Brothers. So- Del Curry? <laughs> it was Del Curry. <laughs> it was Del Curry all along, and he would have gotten away with it if it weren't for those meddling kids. All right. <laughs> well done. It is Michael Thompson. And yes, he was on the... He, Mason, you had the whole thing. I don't even know why I'm bothering to give any flavor at all. But but yes, it was worthy uh, uh, cream and Magic, all of whom won championships and all of whom were all-time greats. So there you go. Well done. Well done. I'm glad you I'm glad you at least pulled it before the end there. Where was he drafted? Uh, he num- number one overall number one. The, to, one. to the Blazers. Okay. Right after, the, yeah. right after the Blazers won a championship. And then he was there for, I don't know, five, six years until oh, so he found what, his way to the Lakers. He, like 77, 78? Something like that. I think so. Well, they won the championship in 77. So he might have so, been right so at 78 because mm-hmm. Barry, yeah. Barry Carroll's 79, I think. Uh, yeah, it was, was he was seven. It was seventy eight. Joe yeah. Barry Carroll had to have been earlier than that because Joe Barry was Carroll was like seventy four. Yeah, Joe Barry Carroll was part of that trade where the Celtics ended up with both McHale and Parrish, and the Warriors ended up with a, a, a limp Joe Barry Carroll. So, <laughs> anyway, all right. So after the first quarter, we have scores at the Princeton back door with one hundred fifty points, and tanking for Ede, holding tough at one hundred and ten. Uh, we're hanging tough. Thank you. Yeah. Well, and you can you now refer to us as Jordan and Jonathan Knight. <laughs> okay. Come on, everybody, if you want to take a chance. Nice. <laughs> wow. Get on the floor and do the new kids dance. I'm not, you can't see, but I'm not Ain't even at halftime yet. It's an audio medium, but I'm doing the dance. We wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. Today's second quarter, surprise to no one, will be The Missing Link. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. 
If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. All right. Question number one of our missing link. Located in Harrisonburg, Virginia, what university is the alma mater of five-time Super Bowl winner Charles Haley and zero-time Super Bowl winner wide right Scott Norwood? We'll check it. All right. Tanking for Eid has checked in. The Prince of Backdoor, you guys can talk it out. A couple months ago, I did a game where everything went from the, the West Coast all the way over to the East Coast, we, uh, geographically all the way across. And a couple of the Virginia schools came up in conversation. And Harrisonburg came up and James Madison came up. And I'm pretty sure that those yeah. two went together. Yeah. You, you, I, I you mean, good with that? Yeah. I've driven through 81 a lot coming from Atlanta to Pennsylvania. And uh, you see like the massive purple stadium from the highway. Okay. I can't think there's another school. Also, I feel like an FCS school produces a lot of kickers. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, we're going to check in with uh, James Madison. All right. And tanking for Eid, what do you guys have? The only thing I had for more obscure schools in Virginia, I had no idea where either one of them went to, but um, I think James Madison just made the jump up to FBS recently. So maybe it makes sense for that. But yeah, we checked in with James Madison. Both teams are receiving points. Dan, I very clearly remember that game because that you were referring to because I, I played it, but I think you asked what was in Fairfax, Virginia, which is George Mason. Right. You also asked what's in Charlottesville, which of course is UVA. Uh, but yes, the correct answer is James Madison. And uh, I had totally blanked on the fact that Charles Haley went there until I was researching stuff. For some reason, I remembered about Scott Norwood, I guess, being a kicker. It makes sense. Okay. Question number two of our missing link. With 124 wins, he has the most career wins of any Asian-born pitcher, passing Hideo Nomo in 2010. 106 of those wins were either for the Dodgers or Rangers. Oh, we can check so. in. <laughs> Sorry. <right. laughs> we'll check right. in. Okay. Princeton Backdoor has checked in. Tanking for Eid. What you got? So the teams lead me to Chan Ho Park. I just don't know if he made it to 2010. Yeah, I don't know either. I guess he certainly could have hung around. But, you know, Dodgers and Rangers is definitely. Uh, yeah, it makes the most sense for the for what's there. Yeah, I mean, so. it can't be you, Darvish. Right, because the time frame clearly doesn't work. Yeah. So I, I just can't. And it's, we're not, I don't know if Bruce Chen will ever be an answer again on this podcast. So, <laughs> so I, also, I, I don't think, yeah, if, if so. we don't have anything else, I, I mean, the time frame kind of where, I mean, he was certainly, you know, a late nineties, early two thousands guy, but he, he could have held on. I'm, no one else is really coming to mind. I'm fine with that. I don't have anything better. So, all right, we're going to check in with Chan Ho Park. All right. And Princeton backdoor. Um, those, yeah, th- those two teams led me to Chan Ho Park right away. So we went with that. Both teams are receiving points. It is Chan Ho Park. And yes, to your point, Scott, I can see why you were nervous because Chan Ho Park did make it to 2010, but only barely. (laughs) So, so by 2010, I think he, uh, he was winning almost nothing. And I had even forgotten this. He had a brief stint with the Yankees and a brief stint with the pirates. And then he called it a career, but he was really bouncing around towards the end of his career. So he had, he had, 
whatever it was I said, 106 of those wins were with the Dodgers and Rangers. Yeah. And then, and then in like a five year span, he went Padres, Mets, Pirates, Phillies, Yankees. So anyway. Wow. Yeah. I do um, not remember him sticking around like that. Yeah. Uh, he was getting shellacked a lot. Okay. So our theme blinked answers thus far are James Madison and Chanho Park. Question number three. Although Kentucky has produced the number one pick overall in the NBA draft three times in the last 15 years, he's the only one of the three that is a guard. Yeah, we'll check that in. Yep. Yeah. All right. Very quickly, Princeton Backdoor has checked in. Hold on. That leaves tanking for Eid to talk it out. I mean, yeah, that's Scott. Yes, yeah, it's a visual I mean, medium, Scott. He has a dance move, but wasn't he 2010? Very right? sure. 2010? Yeah. So yeah. So, yeah, it works. Wall. Yep. It's got to be. Yeah. I mean, because okay. it's not Towns or Davis. They're, they're not guards. So, <laughs> not that I'm aware of. Yeah. So, yeah. John Wall. All right. Princeton backdoor. What did you have? Yeah. I mean, same, same thing that Scott Mason said. Uh, you know, it's not Anthony, Carl Anthony Towns, and it's not Anthony Davis. So, it's probably John Wall. That is correct. Both teams are receiving points. And our themed linked answers thus far are James Madison, Chanho Park, and John Wall. Question number four. The position in the draft were LaDainian Tomlinson, Trey Young, Charles Barkley, and Buster Posey all were selected. All right, we'll check in. Okay, tanking for Eid has checked in. Princeton backdoor, you can talk about it. All right. I think he was. Yeah. 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 That's, that's gotta be it. Yeah. I just remember. I mean, that, that's gotta be it based on our. And then LT went, or not your LT, but my LT went. Yeah. I, I I think for our theme guests, that has to be it too, or else it would have been a much lower draft class or draft number than I thought the, than the other one would be. So. Or they already checked in, so we can. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. So no, we can it, it, we can say what we have. Fifth, right? fifth, yeah, yeah fifth. Yeah. You're checking in with fifth, okay. And Scott and Mason, sorry, tanking for Eid. What did you guys have? Yeah, I had it right away. Trey Young's the one that tipped it off for me out of all of those. And mine was LT because the the Vic trade, the trade up to to get Vic. Oh. Yeah, so we checked in with fifth as well. And both teams are receiving points. Also famous fifth overall picks. Dwayne Wade, Jamar Chase, Vince Carter. We're actually a good number of them. So oh, wait, I'm sorry, just real quick. Sam mentioned not Dan's LT, but his LT. I'm wondering if we all get an LT. And if so, I got dibs on Lane Taylor, the offensive lineman. <laughs> I'm assuming because I can't think of anyone else on the fly. Not Lawrence Taylor? Well, no, I assume that's one of the oh, that must, aforementioned yeah. LTs. Although Sam said he was a Jets fan, so no. Lettuce, sure. tomato, maybe? Uh, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> that's that right. and other reasons is why he's not my LT. Uh, you know who else was a number five pick? Ricky Rubio. Yeah, oh. he was. Who, who was six? surprised you brought it up, Dan. You know who might be a number one overall pick is like, I don't know, maybe Bombback when we do the uh, Benformers. I draft. was going to say the exact same thing, that it was going to be Bombback. Because <laughs> if, if Ead's number one, you got to figure Bombback's going to be somewhere in the five to seven range. So, I all right. Agree. <laughs> Okay, our theme-linked answers thus far are James Madison, Chan Ho Park, John Wall, and fifth. Question number five. Dan Fouts was the first NFL quarterback to throw for 4,000 yards in a season. But what's the nickname of the quarterback who was the first to do it in the AFL 12 years before Fouts? We're checked in. All right. 
tanking for Eid very quickly is check the Princeton back okay. Princeton back door. What did you guys have? Or, I, I, sorry, I think, time to talk it out. Sorry. I think it's got to be Joe name. I think it's going to be Broadway Joe. Oh, it's, it's a nickname. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's okay. looking for the yeah. nickname. All right. I missed that part. Sorry. Yeah. That yeah. Sounds good we'll check in with Joe Namath or broad. No, we'll check in with Broadway Joe. Oh, I don't know. They already said it. I think because I, because it was before I talked, I'm going to give it to them. Okay. Thanking for Eid. What did you guys check in with? Yeah. I mean, there, there was really only one that made sense was trying to figure out when this would come up and how. So yeah, we also checked in with Broadway Joe. That's correct. You didn't even need my additional hint was if you need help, you can ask Marcus. Um, but yes, it is Broadway, Joe Namath. And our theme linked dancers are James Madison, Chanho Park, John Wall, Fifth, and Broadway, Joe Namath. So one team got this after, got the theme that is, after the second question, even before they checked in for the second question, and one team after the third. So Dan and Sam, I don't know which one of you came up with this, but since you guys checked in after the, before the second question was even answered, I'll let you... Reveal your answer. Just Madison and Park together, just both just screamed Manhattan to me. So, um, and then when Wall came out next and Fifth came out after that, we're like, well, I think we're I think we're on the right track here. Yeah. So it's uh, Manhattan street names. We we figured it either had to be Fifth Street or it had to be Forty Second. Forty um, Second. I was trying to figure out a way to do Forty Second actually, but it would have been a lot harder because. I mean, I mean, could have done, you could I, kind of do like a Jackie Robinson, but with the yeah, second. But, and, right. Yeah. That would be the question. I, I, a lot of ways I could do 42 with Mariano yeah, or, yeah, or, 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 of course, Jackie Robinson. But 40 second would be a lot tougher. But yes, that is correct. So Madison Avenue, Wall Street, um, Fifth Avenue. What am I missing? Broadway and oh, and, and Park Avenue. So well done. Yeah. Streets in New York, streets in Manhattan. All good. So well done. And points to both teams. All right. Our scores after the second quarter, we have the Princeton back door with 350 points and tanking for Eid, holding a little bit less tough with 260 points. That will bring us to halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports with each question worth 25 points. Connor Scott here. I did a pre and post game halftime. Oh, Each... no. It, is one not a pre post game? No, no, no. They're all legitimate pre and post game. So they're all pre and post game style. So each each of these, so you know, uh, one of them is a legitimate real sports person with a sports clue. And the other one is something sports entertainment related or something uh, halftime related, let's say. Okay. Sports okay. entertainment, you say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. No, not that kind. I wish I. No, sorry. Oh, damn it. Uh, question number one, the most recent 2000 yard NFL rusher and 12 year old who could once hit hundred mile an hour on the gun, but when he needed it most relied on the floater to get a critical out or checked in. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Taking for Eat has checked in the Princeton back door. You guys can talk it out. Dude, what a good uh, sport. All right. It's uh. Uh, what's the kid's name? It's from rookie yeah, of the Henry year. Henry Rowengartner or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Henry. That so, like... so, so, Derek Henry. Is that is that right? The last name for the kid? Yeah, it's wrong. It's yes, yes. Yeah. Checking with Derek Henry Rowengartner. Okay. And uh, tanking for Eid, what you guys have? Rosenberger. <laughs> <laughs> I was disappointed that Sam got the name right the first time around. I was hoping he would go through some of some of the wrong ones, but yeah, obviously. 
Derek Hen Henry Rowan Gardner. Now I'm wondering if Mason has any idea what we're talking about. No, he, when I checked in, he was like, oh, cool. I had Derek yeah. Henry, and then Scott just checked in before <laughs> oh, I could okay. type it, so that's fine. Got it. Well done. Know, whatever. All right, well, that's points all around. Question number two of our halftime. Hall of Famer who shared the Pistons. Sorry, say that again. The Pistons? Ha- the Pistons, yes. Pistons? Pistons. Kyle Pitts? What? Sorry, it happens every once in a while. Why did we share the pit stains? <laughs> Shoot, now Sometimes to... when you're in the locker room and they're close together, listen, things happen. It's a bonding try... moment. All right, question number two. Hall of Famer who shared the Pistons backcourt with Isaiah Thomas and later Grant Hill and character given life in She's Gotta Have It before appearing in several Michael Jordan Nike commercials. We'll check in. All right, the Princeton backdoor has checked in, tanking for Eid. Time to talk it out. You know, I, it's, I, it has to be Joe Dumars. Right. What is the second part even talking about? I, I don't know. Before She's got a hat. Several Michael Jordan Nike commercials. So it's a, it's a character, character given life, and she's got to have it. What is she's got to have it about? I've never heard of that. Uh, I, I, I have not seen it. Is it. It might be Spike Lee. Might be a Spike Lee joint. So I'm assuming it's a basketball movie, maybe, if it's in a Michael Jordan commercial. This is a, some kind of... Uh, I, I don't think it has to be necessarily, but it could. I, I'm guessing it's just something that was really popular, pop culture-wise. Character. Michael Jordan. I, it, like, it's not one of the Looney Tunes. Right. That's what I was thinking, but that doesn't make sense for that movie. Mars. Mars. Has, yeah, that's what I... Uh, Mars Bar. Hey, Mars. Go wow. do Mars Bar. The famous arsonist. And then Michael Jordan commercial. Don't do Marxist. I'm trying to think of anything connecting to it. That's yeah, the problem. Yeah. I don't even have anything. I don't. This has to be Joe Dumars. Right. I, it has to be. I mean, right, because the, Lindsay Hunter wasn't there with Isaiah. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to think of other people that were yeah, in, the, in the, yeah. those backcourts. And, and a like, Hall of Famer. It's a Hall of Famer. It's got to. It's got to oh, be. Oh well, then Dumars. yes, never mind. Definitely not Lindsay Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay Hunter was not. Not that I'm aware of. Um, that would be I, I a better don't. thing for pre and post game, but I'm trying to think of Michael Jordan Nike commercials and nothing's. I mean, there's like a thousand of them. I can think of. Right. He had a lot that would have like celebrities in them and like celebrity cameos, but. This is a character. This is a character. It's not even right. a person. I can't. But it's a character that has ours or Mars in it. Right. Mars attacks. That was a. a Marzipan. A... <laughs> Mars Capone. He, maybe he was baking in one of them. I don't know what this is. We're going to check in with not Lindsay Hunter. That's it. All right. Princeton backdoor. Maybe Dan. Get Please take them out of their misery. Uh, so, do you remember this guy, Sam? Have uh, you seen I remember, him before? I remember like, oh, back in the 90s, this was a thing. Sort of retrospects. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. He, um, he was this. It was played by, by Spike Lee. Incidentally, he is. Um, there's a new She's Got to Have It um, Netflix um, show that's coming out. And Anthony Ramos is playing playing him in this from uh, from um, Hamilton. He, he's the uh, just like this this little guy, really. That was he always wore a Brooklyn hat on the with the the brim up with Brooklyn written across the side. His name was Mars Blackman, so it was Joe Dumars Blackman. Oh man, they, these commercials were so big when Jordan was just coming on the scene in the pros and they started running uh, Nike commercials. And he would always say like, do you know how he 
has those ups or whatever. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know? That was that was the Mars Blackman thing. Yes, yeah. it is Joe Dumars Blackman, and that's definitely an age thing. I apologize. Did, did, I was gonna say, did you say when Jordan was just coming up? No, but when he was huge. Okay. When he was, so, yeah. He was, but it was before he had won championships. So it was, okay. it must have been in the 80s. So probably late 80s. 85, 86, 87, probably. So was before Mason that. and I were born. Yes, for sure. Oh, no okay. doubt. No doubt. Yes. Cool. Now I don't feel to... so bad, Mason. Okay. Yeah, All pop right. culture before then? Yeah, no, I'm gonna, not even going to happen. All right. We'll try this one on. It's a little more recent, maybe. Okay. Question number three of our halftime. Though many of his Space Jam teammates had been featured before, LeBron James was the first professional athlete to have his likeness featured on this candy accessory. And in 2022, this rookie Braves pitcher became the first pitcher in MLB history to have more than 200 strikeouts and allow fewer than 100 hits in the same season. I got it, Mason. You got it. We're, we're, we're I checked threw in. the second half, but sure. Okay. We're checked sure. in. All right. That's dumb. Uh, okay. tank, tanking for Eid has checked in. Uh, the Prince of Backdoor, you may now talk about it. So, so Spencer Strider um, was a rookie with the Braves. And then, so, it's a pe- sure. so he's a, it's a Pez yeah. dispenser then, right? Okay. Yeah, Pez dispenser that, Strider. That's great. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> Is that your check-in? I, I, I applaud you, David. That was, <laughs> that was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, All right. Yeah, we, we'll check that in. And thank you for Eid. Before you even finish the question, I was like, Pez dispenser? Candy accessory. I was like, there aren't many of those in general. So I was like, Pez dispenser? No way. And then you went to the Braves part and it fit. Uh, I'm going to speak for myself and Eid when I say, if we're bringing candy into halftime, that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> we're checked in with Pez dispenser strider. So I have a few things to say about this one. So one of them is that I found it amazing when I saw this stat that Spencer Strider is the first pitcher in history, and he did it as a rookie, to have 200 strikeouts in a season and, and allow fewer than 100 hits. I mean, you should pause and think about that, but that's that's an incredible, incredible stat to give up fewer than 100 hits over the course of what was most of a full season as a starter. So I was pretty amazed by that. But the LeBron James thing, I did a ton of research trying to find, I figured at some point that they must have put famous athletes on Pez dispensers. I can't find any of them. So my only clue was I knew they did it with LeBron. They did it when they were promoting Space Jam, because of course, every single Looney Tunes character has been on a Pez dispenser. So they put LeBron on one when they made Space Jam. And I thought, okay, that is so cool. So there you go. So Pez dispenser strider, both teams receiving points. Well done. So after halftime, we have scores of the Princeton backdoor with 425 points and tanking for Eid with 310 points. Still mathematically possible. Now on to the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. And today's third quarter is going to be lucky seven. Lucky seven. For this quarter, there will be three lists containing seven items. The team that is trailing coming into the quarter will choose the first list and attempt to identify the items on this list one at a time. If the team has an incorrect guess, the other team can attempt to finish that list out. 
The team leading at the beginning of the quarter will select the second list, and whichever team is trailing after the first two lists will get the third list. Each item is worth 10 points. Seven. Lexi seven. So here we go. Question number one, one of the easy ones. This one is courtesy of Tim Simplot. Since college football playoff rankings started in 2014, there have only been seven teams that have ever been ranked number one. Question number two, the seven states or provinces that are home to exactly four big four teams. And question number three, the only seven players who have hit home runs in at least 40 different major league ballparks. Now I'll give you a hint. Obviously this happened when a lot of parks were being turned over. So all seven of these guys were active in the year 2000. And I'm going to be even more generous and tell you, because unless it's not obvious enough, all seven of these guys have played for both an AL team and an NL team. I have to say, David, this is, this is one of the few lucky sevens where I actually love all three <laughs> of the questions. I'm, I'm yeah. actually upset that we can't do all of them to well, be you honest to, with you you got to do two of them no i know, uh, I know. so we are going to take the college football playoff ranking are you ready so you're going to go with uh, since college football playoff ranking started in 2014 only seven teams have been ranked number one in whatever order you want bring them to me yes okay um i'm gonna go in a different order than i wrote them because i have to pick this one first lsu fair enough but yes that's correct okay alabama yes clemson yes the current number one, Georgia. Correct. Ohio State. That is correct. Mississippi State. That is correct. All right. Well, now I get to pick which one I want out of this. Oregon. That is not correct. So that leaves a seventh answer on the board for Dan and Sam. Do you guys want to throw out an answer? I think it's uh, I think it's FSU. As a matter of fact, I think I think Mississippi State took it from them. I think that's what it was. And then that gang of five took over after that for the rest of the decade. So is yeah, that I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Florida yeah, like State. The first couple of uh, playoffs. Yeah. So that is not correct. Uh, oh. the, the seventh one did not enter the list until this year. And the answer is Tennessee. Oh, oh. wow. <laughs> no kidding. When they Duh. Lost the game. Duh. <laughs> okay. Wow. So that was, that was six for tanking for Eid. And no follow-up points. Okay. The Princeton backdoor, which question would you like? We'll take the big four teams. Okay. So I'm looking for the seven states or provinces that are home to exactly four big four teams. Okay. Start with Minnesota. That is correct. Massachusetts. Correct. Arizona. Correct. Colorado. Correct. Michigan. Yes. Missouri. Yes. Ontario. That is correct. All seven are correct. Yes. Ontario was the one that I thought may trip somebody up, but yeah. So it would be the blue Jays, the Raptors, the Maple Leafs and the Ottawa senators. So well done. Okay. That leaves the last question for tanking for Eid. So again, it's the only seven players who hit home runs in at least 40 different major league ballparks. And the hints were that all of them were active in 2000 and all of them played for both an AL and NL team. All right. So you're checking in. Yep. Yeah. All right. So tanking for Eid has checked in. Let's hear your lists. Well, like Mason did had to do LSU first. I have to, of course, 
go with Gary Sheffield. And Gary Sheffield is on the list. Well done. Yeah, damn right he is. He's also number one on this list. Uh, maybe in your heart. But anyway, go on. Well, he's homered in the most games. I'm pretty sure that's still accurate. I'll talk when it's over. Of all Keep time. Going. Number two, we're going to go with, I guess his name's George, but we're going to call him Ken Griffey Jr. That is correct. <laughs> now I get worried. <laughs> those, those were the two we, we I felt really, really confident about. Well, you had right to. We're going to say Sammy mm. Sosa. Sammy Sosa. That is correct. Mm. All right, Scott. I told you, you made the call here. I know. I was this, fine with those three. You this, pick one you is, this one is just a throwing a weird flyer just based on longevity. Um, we're going to say Adrian Beltre. Adrian Beltre is on the list. Well done, you two. Doing All right, well. Scott. Keep going. Go to the next one then if you want. Uh, Fred McGriff. Fred McGriff is correct. That's All right, five. Scott. All right, Scott. I'm good. We're good. Pick what you want. Ride the, I, hot, ride the hot hand now. Yes. This is where Scott. we were kind of like just throw something out. So Manny Ramirez. Manny Ramirez is not correct. Okay. Put me out of my misery. That was hey, so that's fine. Hard. We got five, Scott. We got five, Scott. I'm saying I'll take it. All right. And so we go to the Princeton back door. There are two spots available. Okay. So, Who else is a is a tough. That's a that. Yeah. Ugh. Ah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he was hitting like 40 home runs from like his rookie year, though, all the way until right. Uh, maybe didn't hit it up in the AL, though. That's what I'm thinking is that yeah. he probably didn't see all of the actually, he probably didn't see all of the the new NL parks until just the end of his career. I was gonna say, did you not see that resurgence this past yeah, season? I mean, he, he yeah. Didn't <laughs> any, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, that, I, I think that's sort of like. Because I did, we we had one other maybe maybe Barry Bonds or was that already said? No, Bonds wasn't said, but he his majority of his home runs were all National League. Oh, he oh he also yeah because he was yeah yeah By majority, I mean all of them. Right. Um, <laughs> I, so the the name that I brought up has just. He just played forever. I don't think he had a whole lot of pop, but he played forever. And that was Ellis Burks. Oh, I remember when I did Dale Ellis Burks before. on this podcast yeah. and I got crucified for it. Who is Ellis Burks? <laughs> oh, he played for everybody. He played for everybody. In your time, Sam, he was a Colorado Rocky when they had every power hitter you could possibly think of in the mid 90s. <laughs> He had a stint there. Um, was he one of the power hitters? He, yes, him, Galarraga, and Bichette. I think I'd rather have him over Pujols if possible. I mean, okay. if, we, if we could. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's do that then. Let's do Ellis Burks. I thought Barry Bonds played in the AL, so Ellis Burks is correct. Right. Okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have thought him. Nope. Me After that, though, I don't have. I, yeah, I think I we, can't think of anybody who played for both leagues. Besides Pujols, I think it might be our best guess. I still think that he probably missed a lot of the National League new parks. Yeah, and I mean, um, I got your point about Jim Tomey. I mean, he had like one good year with the Phillies, and maybe yeah, just, and because after after that, he played for like the American League Central. Yeah, he went. Yeah, <laughs> like all of it, yeah. I think the, he probably world, played for all He played teams, for at so. least three teams in the in the AL Central. Right. Correct. Um. Uh, Frank Thomas, I think it's. Did he play in the NL even? I don't think he did. Mm. 
if he did it was very sparingly um yeah okay yeah i, I say we go with Pujols then I, yeah that's just, that good. Right. we'll go albert Pujols. Albert Pujols nope. is actually incorrect. He didn't his, play in the year 2000. He wasn't That's active. right. His, that's his, rookie, oh. his, his rookie year is 01. His rookie oh. year is 01. That is absolutely oh. correct. I'm that's, sorry, that's, Dan. We had him initially, and then I was like, no, he was – he didn't wasn't a September call up. He came up right in the beginning of 01. So so in fact, in fact, the reason I put in the hint about the the uh that somebody played for both the AL and the uh, played for at least one AL and at least one NL team was that I was afraid somebody would guess Barry Bonds and that would be wrong. The reason I put in that they all people all were active in 2000 is because I was afraid that somebody would guess Albert Pujols. This all being said, in all of the discussion, I don't think I heard the name of number seven come up. Okay. And and that is Mike Piazza. I saw him. I saw him. Really? So just, he was on our short list and I was like, uh, that time with the A's. I mean, just fit. for the, just for the full recap. And it's amazing how many of these guys were in the late eighties through mid aughts. Uh, footnote Josh Bombach for the mid aughts. Uh, okay. So Sammy. So number one is Sammy Sosa with 45. Number two is Ken Griffey Jr., 44. McGriff is next at 43. Burks at 41. And then Piazza, Sheffield, and Beltre are all at 40. So, anyway. Did, did Piazza hit, like, a home run in every park he played in? In, so in Oakland? In his, in his, he only played there one year. I know. <laughs> well, so he could have cleaned up a lot of parks then, and yes, maybe he did, and... Don't forget, like the part of the reason why this was happening is a there were a lot of par- there was a lot of park turnover, but second is we're already in interleague play at this point, so it would have been it would have been impossible for anybody to do this in the say the you know seventies or whatever. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so that's why it was exactly the sweet spot for guys hitting this many um, uh, home runs in different parks. Yeah, and just to clarify what I said about Sheffield being number one, I didn't mean on this list. I meant he has the mo- he's hit homers in the most ballparks of all time. Like that's I think what, it's that's I what think- this list is. That's what well, this list I'm is. I'm pretty sure he's hit. He's homered in like, I thought it was more than 50 for him. I thought it was no, like 51 or 52. can't possibly be. Nobody has homered in that many ballparks. I mean, unless you count AAA and Japan. And <laughs> oh, know. well, then, 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 then it's someone. It's like Shane Spencer. Yeah, right. Exactly. Nice. Remember Shane Spencer. Japanese uh, legend. Shane Pez Dispenser. Okay. So uh, at the end of the third quarter, we have scores of. Tanking for Eid made up a little bit of ground uh, with 420, and the Princeton backdoor is now at 505. So that will bring us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. Today's categories for the fourth quarter are as follows. Question one, my father's house, which is in reference to baseball, Major League Baseball. Question two, born in the USA, which is in reference to the Winter Olympics. Question number three, I'm on fire, which is in reference to the NBA. And question four, born to run, which is an NFL running back question. It is now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question number one. My father's house, Major League Baseball. He is the only player since Jackie Robinson to lead the National League in batting average and steals in the same season. And his dad was the only pitcher in history to reach 100 career wins, 100 career holds, 
and 100 career saves. We not had a David question until this. There it week. is. <laughs> no, Mason, I'm pretty sure I got it. Really? Okay. I'm pretty sure it's this. Great question, though, David. Thank you. Great David question. <laughs> and terrific Lucky 7 questions, man. Okay, David, we're checked in. All right. Tanking for Eid. No longer for tanking Eid. Tanking for Eid is checked in. Princeton backdoor. You guys have about 30 seconds to talk this. All right. Uh, does, hey, still- who's who's won the, the batting title the last couple of years? Can you? Oh, that doesn't matter anymore. So I don't pay attention to that. <laughs> it only matters if Aaron Judge had won it this, this season. <laughs> yeah. That's Luis Perez. Charlie Blackman. That Mars Blackman's son. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah, I, I think we can. No. That's great. That's the answer right there. Oh, Mars oh, 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 okay. Come on. <laughs> so we already got There's it. no way that gave okay. him you anything. Gotta, that's the no. more than 30 seconds, no, David. No, it's, it's. This game's D under Gordon. protest. It's what? D Gordon and Flash Gordon. Yeah, that's it. All right. Uh, is that a check? Is that a check in? Yes, that's a check in. All right. Um, Scott, Mason, what you got? This is why you don't let him talk it out. See, yeah. David, please don't ever rush me into checking in again. <laughs> you gave him too much time. 30 question. seconds is too 30 much 30 seconds is too much. It's like if you're up by, it's like up by seven in an NBA game. 30 seconds is way too much time to give the other team only up by seven. I, yeah, I had this right away, like right when you finished reading the question. Um, yeah, it's Tom Gordon and D Gordon. Uh, and the one you want for this is D Gordon or strange gordon or d gordon strange or whatever the hell he's calling himself now but yeah we're checking in with d gordon for 100 points and i i don't remember if you said uh prince and back how many points did you say i didn't say um 83 and both teams are receiving their points yeah i i saw this one i ran into this one i thought it was really pretty interesting a because d gordon is the only guy in the national league to do it he of course played second base at the time as did jackie robinson and it was amazing to me that nobody had led the league in in had led the National League in batting average and steals in the same season. So I thought that was pretty impressive. But Tom Gordon was an impressive guy too because he went back and yeah. forth between being a starter and a closer, mm-hmm. and then spent and some he time as a great setup man. And then he was a great yeah. setup man. And so it's hard to rack up 100 wins and 100 saves. But if you throw in 100 uh, holds, which they haven't even been tracking for that long, uh, probably started around when Tom Gordon did. So yeah, um, it is in fact Tom Gordon and D Gordon. Nice job. Uh, Dan pulled one out of his hat just in time. I think Latroy Hawkins has a hundred holds in his career. Could oh, be, but yeah. there's no way for, he has for too much Minnesota. <laughs> right. But, but there's no way. He has no, I know. I know. I just, no way. Has 100 have a hundred saves. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's just, you don't, you never think of like, Hey, who has a hundred holds. That's right. In their career, you know, Eddie Gordado, probably. <laughs> I would say he has a hundred holds and a hundred saves. Yeah. Could probably not a hundred wins, but though. not a hundred wins. No, no. Right. right. All right. There, there can't be, there can't be more than. 20 people who have a hundred wins and a hundred saves. So no, uh, no, I don't, not more than right 20. Down. No. Yeah. I can name a few. Certainly. Like Eckersley cer- fingers. Smoltz. Gossage. I don't, I don't, Gossage. I don't, Bob think, Stanley probably did. Uh, Bob so Stanley. Eckersley might. Maybe? Bob Stanley almost certainly. But Eckersley. I don't think Raleigh fingers made a hundred wins. I'd be surprised. Really? And I don't think I'd be surprised. I don't think Ryan maybe. Dempster made a hundred saves, but he's probably close. He did do both for a little bit there. He was one of the more recent guys who's, yeah. who's made the switch. Yeah. Question number two, born in the USA. During the 2018 Winter Olympics, John Schuster led a U.S. team with long shot odds to win a gold medal. Their win was given this special name, 
riffing on another long shot U.S. team from a different sport that won gold 38 years prior. We could check in. All right. Princeton backdoor has checked in tanking for Eid. Let's hear you guys talk this out. The only way for us to get there, Mason, is it seems like you're kind of, you kind of have something. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what sport it is. And that brain by you. But we don't, do we need the sport? I think we just need the name. But Does it's he a have Winter it. Olympic stuff in his brain bayou? There's you no know, it way. doesn't seem like something you'd get in, in a bayou, but hey, who am I to? I f- something is, like, something is ringing a bell for, um, because I, I was in college when this happened. I remember watching it a little Jeez, bit. You're so young. I know. Um, was this when I don't know? Was it against Canada? Was it the curling team that pulled off an upset or something? But okay, that would make sense because if it's riffing off Miracle on Ice, it would be something on. So ice. it's a pun on that. Well, it, it says, says riffing. Name. It says riffing on. So, so to me, that means it... it's. Yeah, it's going to be maybe a pun or something that sounds, you know, something similar to like the miracle right, on ice with, with curling. Go into your I, well, Chris Berman, go into your Chris. Yeah. Berman, right. Uh, if it wasn't curl, that's why I was sending you things that I felt like it could be like, is this miracle on bikes? But then I'm like, there's no bikes in the, <laughs> the winter Olympics. In the winter Olympics. <laughs> oh, we have a new sport in the winter Olympics though. Right. Ice biking. <laughs> Bicycle skating. Ice biking. Um, put them on a, put them in a velodrome with ice. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> With a, right. with a thick skier bike. I'm just thinking, oh, it's, that right, great. is it something yes. like that? Is it the miracle with rice? But there's no cooking competitions either, like in the Winter Olympics. Is it lyrical on ice? And it's a rap battle at the Winter Olympics that takes place on a frozen hockey court. And and Dan and Fook are there. They they compete every every Winter Olympics in the lyrical on ice competition. Even that I have this fact, I doesn't right. I I I, I don't know how else to get there. Like. Yeah. Even if it is curling, you're probably right about that. But that doesn't I, I have, cool. yeah, I don't know who John Schuster is, but that the mirror that idea of like a long shot. Sure. Thing. I. There, one was given this special name when so, D twenty pulled the answer out of nowhere. It was the a miracle, miracle on dice. dice. Miracle ah. on dice. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I don't, I don't have so anything what, else except what, for puns cur- that are incorrect. What's a curling pun that has to rhyme uh, with either miracle or ice? Oh, oh, if it's what if it's curling your hair and it's lice, the miracle on lice. Oh, I, you asked and I and I gave. OK, yes. OK, the miracle will suffice. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's maybe it's a satire. It's a satirical on ice. Yeah, maybe that's it's something like that. Maybe uh, the miracle happened twice or thrice. It could be. What if it is miracle on twice? Because this is the second time oh. there was a long shot. I don't know. Can't be right. Be funny. <laughs> Yeah. Right, that's, um, that's Dan. Kind of you said, think anyway, about so. your your Bermanisms, but I, I don't. Well, I just said that what, because what, I know that Mason loves well, the Bermanisms. Well, well, yes. And the curling stone is going back, 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 back. back. <laughs> 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 he could sweep all. Up. Yes. Yeah. What do you want to go? Miracle on twice. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't. I don't have this, but I'm having so much have, fun. Yeah, this is a lot of fun just hearing you come I, up. With I told you at the beginning stuff. of this game. I said we're gonna have fun. Yes, that's I always happening. True to my word. Um, I don't know. I, I don't sure. know what's wrong with David. Is he okay? <laughs> he, I think he. I think he's broken by us having this conversation. No, yeah, I, think, I, I. I think I'm gonna just hate. You're not gonna get it now, and I'm gonna be killing you myself. We're gonna get it then. Uh, well, okay, Sorry, but so. 
Okay, Mason, so Mason gonna is going to gonna be shooting daggers all across Zoom very soon. Oh, here. oh boy. So, all right. Are all you guys? All right. So let's miracle on twice. <laughs> time is up. I need an answer. Sure. I don't know. We're gonna the, we're the gonna miracle check. that happened twice. It happened twice. I don't know. We're gonna say miracle on twice for one hundred points. All right. <laughs> like I said, daggers coming. If if you thought the Chris Berman thing was was hurting you, all right, go ahead, Dan. Yeah, Mason's gonna hate this. Yeah, he sure really is. Oh boy. This. Oh no. The, it, there, the, there's no rhyming on ice. It was all on ice because it was the uh, it it was it was you curling. Had, you had the sport. So it, and and it was on ice, and it was not quite a miracle, but it was a miracle on ice. Well, that's dumb. <laughs> That's you were, the dumbest thing ever. You that were so close. You guys okay. almost like accidentally said it. So yeah. yeah. Oh. All right. So you guys, uh, Prince of Vector, that was for 50 points. Miracurl yes. on ice. 50 points. That's dumb. It is, in fact, the Miracurl on ice. You guys had the, the right sport so quickly. Oh. I apologize. Yeah, because I remember, I, I think I watched this, if I remember correctly. I watched this happen, but. All right. I was never going to oh, get that. That's so, so good. You know, even, it just sounds like you have a bad accent. When you're saying it, uh, I could yes, be. correct, correct. Okay, all right. Well, I won't, I won't talk scores now. But Ooh. yeah, question, it's, it's all question, but over. Question three. I'm on fire. Uh, this is an NBA question, and it's uh, it's before three of the people on this on this recording were born. So the highest scoring game in NBA history was December 13th, 1983, when the Nuggets beat the Pistons in three overtimes, 186 to 184. In that game. Both teams had two players who scored at least 40 points. I want you to name three of the four players who scored 40 in that game. Hint, all four were longtime NBA players and all scored at least 12,000 points in their career. So it's not like these guys are flashes in the pan. Okay. We'll check in. All right. Princeton backdoors checked in. Tanking for Eid. I'll give you about another 45 seconds. Okay. First thing I need to just clarify, Mason, with the Pistons, it's not Lindsey Hunter for this one. Not Joe Dumars either. No, this is not Joe Du, that Blackman guy. Mars no. Blackman. Yes, Char- that. Charlie Blackman. <laughs> it's not him either. His or dad. it's not Rolando Blackman either, even though it could have or been Justin. in this time frame. Yeah, I think this is so Nuggets Pistons. I, I think Alex English has to be one of them. I Isaiah Thomas. I think Isaiah Thomas has to be one has of them. To be. And then I think you're right with uh Mason says there was a small forward on the Nuggets with a weird name. And I was like, You mean Kiki Vandaway? <laughs> I knew it was something weird. I couldn't tell you what it was. I, I, I knew it was a small forward. I, I like I like those. Know. I like that better than I like those three better than other guys that may or may not have been on those teams. There's not. Right. I I, can't, I don't know much about early 1980s Denver Nuggets. So yeah, I, I mentioned Fat Lever, but I don't. For I, I don't think he would have got to 40, and I don't even know if he was there at that. So let's go. We'll go English, Thomas, and Vandaway. For 100 points checked in. And Princeton backdoor, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of three nuggets off the top English, Manigway, mostly because of his name, and David Thompson. Um, Dan was alive, so he reminded me <laughs> that David Thompson wasn't on that team. Um, so we went with English and Manigway. And then I was wrong with pool holes earlier, but I think <laughs> I think Thomas was, was playing during 83. So we went with Thomas for the third one. For 100. Okay. For 100 points. So both teams checked in with Isaiah Thomas, Kiki Vandaway, and Alex English, and both teams are receiving points. And you got, you got the quote-unquote obvious three, I think. The, the fourth one, the, the most obscure, I guess, 
was a longtime player named John Long, who was the other guy for uh, longtime player. Uh, uh, no, uh, sorry, that that was an accident. He was a miracle on ice. Yes. So yes, Kiki Vandeweghe. You, I think no, around- no, David, he was not a miracle on ice. You'd say he was a long shot. Ah, very nice. At that point. Uh, if, if I remember right, so they, so whoever said they couldn't remember the Nuggets in the 80s, they were a team that just used to run up the scores anyway. They played no defense. Yeah. Yeah. And and then at one point, they traded Kiki Vandeweghe actually to the Blazers, and that's when they got Fat Lever and when he was mm. he was, he was was a triple-double machine. Yes, he Anyway, was. yes. So both teams receiving points. I actually went to look up how many players in NBA history have scored at least 12,000 points. The answer is 267 because I was just curious how exclusive that club really is, but that's you know, <laughs> relative, not very exclusive. exclusive. Yeah. Not very <laughs> exclusive, but you know, not, not short timers either. All right. Question four, our final question of the evening born to run in 1995, who became the first NFL running back with a hundred receptions in a season. It didn't really help. His team still ended up with the worst record in the NFC. We can check in. All right. For the final time tonight, the Princeton backdoor has checked in. Scott Mason, we have about 30 seconds to talk we're, this out. We're, we're, yeah, but this is a David Dan 30 seconds, right? So it's really like a minute and a half. It's well, like five minutes at least. If you don't have anything, if you don't have anything to <laughs> we, say except we, for we, rattling we, off teams. We which, don't. Which, okay. <laughs> um, so we, we really don't. I named teams, and I couldn't think of any of the running backs on those teams besides for Adrian Morrell, who may or may not have been on the Cardinals at that point. And I've that, never heard of that person in my life. So if that's anything that remotely. And I don't even think it would be him because even if he was there, I feel like he would have been like a rookie. And I doubt a rookie was. In a hundred receptions. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, I really doubt that was happening. So I don't, I don't have anything here. Do you want to just say yeah. Ricky Waters? Because he was a running back during the time that played in the NFC. Sure. I, like, I, I don't know. I have nothing I else. Know. Nope. All right. We're going to check in with Ricky Waters for. 100 points all right and the princeton back door what did you guys have okay so yeah buckle in i'll 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 walk you through how we got there how i got there on this this is all right so last night um on our patreon and you'll all have heard this all of you patrons will have heard this by the time that um you hear this thank you for your financial support we talked about um defensive players like a top seven defensive players in just whatever category we were and the last one i did was our seven uh defensive players that i wouldn't want to get hit by or run into in a back alley right and um bill romanowski was one of them because that dude was just he also should have been on josh's ftg team that he didn't end up doing okay so in researching him i realized that the year that david asked about this time was the year that he kicked a guy in the head for the Arizona Cardinals and the Arizona That's Cardinals the team, had right? to be the team that finished um, worst in the NFC. And the guy was Larry centers. And that made me remember. Yeah. That dude caught a lot of passes. So Larry centers is what we checked in with for 83 points. One team will be receiving their points. Way to go, Ricky Waters. No, the answer is <laughs> the answer is Larry Centers. Yes, he was the first, and he was a fullback. I thought he was a fullback. I was just about to say, I thought he was a fullback. He was a fullback back when fullbacks were a thing. And <laughs> um, Kyle and, Juszczyk called and he uh, said, yeah, F you, David. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, so Larry Centers, who was supposedly primarily blocking for Garrison Hurst, and the coach of that team was Buddy Ryan, the head coach. 
yes. And Dave Craig, former Seattle Seahawk, of course, was the quarterback. And yes, the answer is Larry Centers. There have been four running backs that have had 100 receptions in a season. Larry Centers was the first. Anybody want to guess who the others are? McCaffrey. McCaffrey is one of them. Um, did Kamara do it? Uh, Falk? No. Falk never did it, but but LT did. <laughs> yeah, I wait, wait, who's LT? Who's yeah, LT? Right. <laughs> Lawrence Lord, Taylor. Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> like he had soft hands. Ladanian Tomlinson <laughs> and Matt Forte. Oh, the other ones. Matt Forte, yeah. really? Yes. Okay, yeah. I, I can see that. So can really, that. really three running backs have done it in one fullback. Uh, well, sure. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Our game has come to an end and here are the final scores tanking for Eid, doing as their self-fulfilling prophecy finish with 420 points and our clipboard captains of the game who are receiving the coveted bryce perkins award with 821 points is the princeton back door should that be are the princeton <laughs> is the princeton back door i can't remember if that's singular we're talking about the door we're talking right. about the actual door. There you go. So with 821 <laughs> points, the Bryce Perkins Award goes to Dan and Sam. Well done. Well done. Sam, we'll put you on the spot first. Anything you want to talk about before we uh, before we call it a night? Uh, just uh, thank you, Dan, for um, carrying the team on your back. And uh, thank you to Pete Carroll for inventing the Princeton offense. You mean no, Joe thank, Barry Hey, Carroll. thank you. No, thank you, Sam, not for coming on. We, 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 we needed we needed someone to 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 step up and uh, fill in a spot that we one of our bench warmers couldn't uh, make tonight. And uh, you answered the call, and I was happy that you did because um, this was a fun game, and you uh, you 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 played really well. So, and Sam, I want to apologize because you I said this off air, but to make it public, normally people come on the first time we. We get their wheelhouses and we try to ask a bunch of wheelhouse questions, but you had to ride with just no wheelhouses whatsoever, but we did pair you with Dan. So that was something. And I want to, I want to, Sam, I want to thank you for your support for the podcast because we could not do this and keep it going without support from, from folks like you. So we'd love to have you on the show and, and uh, give a little back in the, in the form of trivia pain. Mm -hmm. So thank you for coming on. It was great. Scott or Mason, anything real quick before we call this a night? Don't Nathan, feel obligated. Go if you have anything. No, I, I, I demand that Sam comes back on and gets wheelhouse questions <laughs> in his next game, and I want to be in that game because I like his wheelhouse, and I feel like I'll do well. So I, that needs to happen first and foremost. All right, that's that's Sam. This is what we call it, where Scott throws down the gauntlet and then ends up getting his. I'm not throwing down any gauntlet. I'm I, I'm I, trying to acquiesce our guest who did not get a fair shake like all of our other first-time guests. That's all I'm doing here. All fair. All fair. Um, I said this during the game, David, but th- this was this was a lot of fun. This this was the most fun I've had recording in, in a while here. Um, just some of the questions just led us down rabbit holes of athletes and things that I haven't thought of in such a long time and just, just a lot of fun here. Um, so I, I really enjoyed this one. You get a lot of crap from us for your games and you'll continue to get a lot of crap from us for your games. That's not going away anytime soon, of course, but this, this was particularly just a lot of fun for me um, for whatever reason. I don't know if the questions just hit a certain way, but I I really enjoyed this one. Um, Mason, like I said, it was going to be fun. Um, If nothing else, we're we're consistent in that we don't win and we have a good time. Um, So we are, we really are kind of like the, you know, the 2013 Philadelphia 76ers. Um, 
you know, just trusting the process. But yeah, Sam, uh, echoing what everyone else said, thank you for coming on in a pinch and helping us out. Um, really cool to meet you. It's it's always we love our returning guests, but <laughs> we also really, really like when we can get some new people and some fresh blood in here to, to just mix it up a little bit. As much as we love our returning guests, Trevor, um, yeah, we really like to to get new people in here. So that was uh that was Scott's closing toast. So we're going to raise a miracle on ice to Scott and to to Sam and all of our guests, all of our patrons. Um, so thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Benchwarmer Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell, and we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at BenchwarmersTP. Mason, that 96 draft was Eddie George, of course, but I wasn't going to answer no. They took Simeon, Simeon Rice. I was going to say, the, they, uh, yeah, that's hey, that's a good pick. He didn't last there long, but that was a good pick. The, the miracle on Simeon Rice? <laughs>